Your host, Chris and Chris. <laughs> happy Tuesday, Chris. Oh, happy Tuesday. How are you feeling today? I'm, you know, I'm feeling great. You're great. Oh man, I've been. I don't know. The last time I've said that, because uh, I'm, I'm in Vermont all by myself. <laughs> oh, wow. So I can be as loud and as scream and yell all I want to, and nobody's gonna hear me. Last episode, full disclosure, I was getting text messages from your wife. Telling you to be quiet, because I had to fu- I had to lock myself away in a room in a bedroom, uh, the smallest bedroom I could find, so I don't interfere with anybody else's work. God forbid. Yeah. Uh, but yet they can all still hear me because the fucking walls in this house suck. Well, the walls don't suck; they suck, Chris. Well, everybody sucks. Yeah. The whole fucking world sucks. The world sucks. But now you're good. You're free. I'm free. You're I'm naked. So free. Are you naked? Uh, no, but I'm close. Okay, good. Yeah. Just a deep V and some yeah. skivvies. Yeah. Banana hammock. Do people say skivvies? What is that word? Skivvies. Tidy whiteies? Skivvies. 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 Oh, Chris. Well, I'm, I'm less good. Uh, I think I have a little bit of a, uh, of a three-day weekend hangover. I haven't had a real three-day weekend in a long time. And, uh, oh, well, good for you. Yeah, it felt good, you know? Did some obligatory things did some less obligatory things and all in all it was a success it was nice and then you got to go help your uh, brother-in-law move oh, give me a fucking break with that guy i mean are you kidding me so listen to this con fucking ask your friends to move or family to move listen anymore. to this con this is a great con so Ooh. i i uh he's getting married in a in a month they asked me to do something for their wedding like a invitation kind of thing or whatever. Uh, albeit, I completely forgot about it. And then they went to remind me about it. And I was like, oh, I just, full disclosure, I forgot, but I'll get right on it. And they're like, well, you could... Actually, it would be more of a help if you helped us move. <laughs> oh, God. I know. And I, and I was like, well, you know what? It, I have a light week. I could probably help. Uh... But it's it, they're moving an entire house into another house in one day, Ugh. and I'm the only help. What? They don't have movers, couches uh, and stuff like couches and furniture? stuff, beds, the whole no. thing. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what like, I would have done? I would have been like, hey, you know what? I'll help pay for the. You know what happens? You buy a house, you hire movers. Yeah, that's the yeah. deal. If you can afford to buy a house, if you can afford to buy a house, you can afford movers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And anyway, so here I am. I'll be moving tomorrow like I'm some college student. <laughs> I'm probably going to get paid why, in Why like can't he get his parents to help him pay oh, well, they're, that? They're going to help, but they're like old. They're yeah, old. I know. They're not going to move shit. Yeah. What just, I would have been like, yeah, you know what? I'll, pay, I'll just pay for your fucking move. Not you. I mean, like the parents or something at, at the very least. Well, they're all paying for this wedding that's in like three weeks. So like it's, what? it's all terrible timing. Anyway. Pay I, for a wedding, you could pay for moors. <laughs> <laughs> I just am like flabbergasted. I, uh, I was just, I, I, I expected it was like, help me move. We've got friends. Yeah, you know, we got like a whole like a, team of people. Yeah. 
It's, he's it's, got young. He's he's young. He's got to have young guy friends who are strong enough to help move so the heavy stuff. He's got one friend who's coming like after work. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. And who also moves on a fucking Wednesday? It's, well, they have to because they're like their house closers. I don't know. They have one day to move in. It's a, whatever. It's a, this is like it's all part of it. Like there, there's this is you know how they're like oh you know you can't you can't you can't compete with like having family close by help with the kids yeah well yeah then you also gotta fucking move out yeah plus my father-in-law's up my ass to get rid of the corvette so it's all this pressure oh why is it stored at their place yeah but it's like in a girl i mean whatever he's been very gracious to keep it in there as long as he has he's got a barn sure it's it's a it's a like basically a two-car barn in addition to another barn there's two empty spaces, one of which is being held by the Corvette. The other is empty, but they're retired and they sit around and, yeah. and just they putter around and like look yeah. for things to do. They clear cut things. They love to take down trees. That's their other favorite That's, thing. I should hire them. Yeah. Oh, they love to take down. They're taking down trees like it, <laughs> like nothing. It's like a, it's like it's like they're like tree. We're boomers. We're we're stronger than trees. We've been around longer than trees. We're baby boomers. We're st- now we're the oak generation. Yeah, stronger than oak. Uh, so now you go in their backyard, and it's just like an instant sunburn. It's yeah, great. great. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, now, so does he not want to like? Does he not ever want to like drive or like the Corvette or anything? Well, they did drive it, and they broke it. Of uh, and then all of a sudden, they don't want it any- there anymore. They like they couldn't figure out how to work the. Uh, the windows they, so they just mashed the buttons until they fell into the console and now the car shorts out oh. so it has to be repaired so i found a guy that'll take it to repair it okay I'm spending thousands of dollars to fix their this break uh-huh and then i'm just gonna like whatever park it in my garage or fucking sell it or something but like i just like what? apparently this is great far too big of a burden meanwhile they have like old tractors living like just like sure. sitting around no Wood. i know that, yeah i just yeah. they're just i don't know why this is bugging them as much it as it is them. but like it's once not it, theirs once it was a hair in my father-in-law's ass it has been a constant hair like he brings it up every time and i'm like i don't think you understand like when i say i'm busy it's not like i'm busy bro it's like i'm Im- immensely busy yeah i don't have like a lot of like get the car moving time you know yeah. like i'd love to yeah I, i'd love to have that much time but i don't so anyway this is me just grinding gear literal gears grinding gears uh <laughs> that sometimes it is nice to have your family around and sometimes sure. they're yeah sometimes yeah you know, father-in-laws right that's a whole we could have a we should have a call-in show speaking of could speaking be the of, father. of father-in-laws yeah, we oh that would be great actually. We could play people. Uh, we could play people hits. It would just be simply the best over and over again. <laughs> this one goes out to Roger. It's simply the best. Speaking of father-in-laws, oh let's have it. It's father-in-law tell- corner. <laughs> tell I forgot to tell you the story last time. Me about uh, we, uh, we came up to Vermont like a month ago. Yeah, my wife's kitchen. father. And, and the great and kitchen. Lived. The great kitchen dwindle of. 2023. Right, right. Doddle. Maybe it's a doddle. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, on our drive up, we're in in Vermont. We're kind of in the highway, you know, 
within 40 minutes of our of our house here mm-hmm. and i'm driving uh it's late afternoon i guess or something it's but it's it's sunny out it's clear it's no problem like about a quarter mile up the road is a a pack of turkeys crossing the highway yeah that's nice and I start to slow down, but they're all, they're all on the, they're all like crossed on the, on the other side, basically at this point in time. But then I see one Turkey that's lagging behind. That's still on our side of the highway. And it's just about to come out into the road. Mm-hmm. So I slow way down. I tell everyone to hold on. I slow way down. I start swerving left. There's no other cars. I start swerving left to sort of, hopefully, you know, the, the Turkey will kind of turn around or not come out in the road. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to avoid it instead of going right, which I'm not sure, like, whatever we can debate that if you want to, but I go left, try to take a wide berth around this Turkey. Hopefully, hopefully it's not coming out. And of course it's a dumb fucking Turkey and it it immediately tries to fly or (laughs) take air. I somehow, it comes right towards the car and I hit it. Oh, I think, which I don't realize at first, but I think oh, I hit it Chris. like around the, around the, um, uh, headlight. How could you? And then another time it slams right in, on the, on the, the windshield right in front of me and bounces off of it. That's and terrifying. It's my wife is freaking out. Of she's course. in the back seat. That's a nightmare. Yeah. She's freaking out and she's like, Oh my God, he just killed a Turkey. Yeah. My father-in-law is sitting next to me in the passenger seat going like, uh, I don't know. He's sort of like freaking out, but he's sort of trying to make a joke out of it or something. And, and I just kept driving yeah. and, my, and the, the three of them were all like, Oh my God, that was like terrifying. And so like, so whatever and horrible and blah, 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 blah. And then my wife asked me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, are you a psychopath? <laughs> you didn't feel bad about killing an animal? No. Oh, I, I, I would. I tried. I mean, I, I feeling bad's not the right word. It like I tried to avoid it. I didn't just like gun it and go for it and like try to kill the fucking thing, but I, I tried to avoid it, but it still came in and I, like there's nothing I could do about sure, it. Sure, it was an accident. You tried your best. You tried your best. Right. But you didn't feel like a twinge a twinge of guilt for killing an animal? I'm not sure I did. Yeah, birds are weird. I, I uh, turkeys are well, weird. all animals are dumb. Yeah, turkeys are dumb. I definitely uh, don't feel then, bad. So like I, I looked in the I, rearview mirror, I didn't see it. Like come off the top of the, the car. Yeah. So I'm like scared of the shit that that's like hanging on like from the yeah. It's like stuck in the railing on top or something. And my wife was like, "It's okay, right? Like it's like, is it like is it in the road?" I was like, I was like "No, no, I don't see it. I'm sure it's fine." So like we had all had this joke, <laughs> this joke. Like it, I'm sure it was fine and it flew away. And it's like totally alive and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally alive. Yeah, totally alive. And it could uh, be, could be. But then for like the next. 15 20 minutes as we get to my ha- at our house like they're basically all making fun of me I, like i'm like some sort of like i'm like Turkey a murderer. fucking like i got like the mindset of like a murderer that's the only that's the only approach chris is they they don't have, they have there's no tr- there's no choice because it's gallows humor at that point you don't think yeah. about the poor turkey poor guy <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking turkey i know but like like i don't go out hunting because i don't i'm not i can't go hunt and kill animals that way <laughs> well, could you fish? No, not really. I will fish yeah. a little bit with like my brother or I, you know, some other people who I, I know. Fish, but like, but I haven't fished in like years and years and years. I haven't either. But I could kill one. 
I, yeah, I, I can hook a fish. I like. I could also release it and send it back. You know, not, like I, I. I'm not sure I could. Not sure I could kill a turkey. Or a duck. So hunting, seems, you mean like seems, hunt a turkey? Yeah, it seems neat. It seems neat because you yeah. like it'd be fun to eat it. Yeah, I just I have no interest in hunting animals. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't need to do it. I don't need. Uh, to I don't need to hunt. In fact, if I like, you watch these survival shows like yeah. Alone. Yeah, and they're like, if I could just catch yeah one grizzly bear, I'm like, what would you <laughs> even do yeah. if you caught a bear? Yeah, like what would you even do? That yeah. one guy who got like the elk or whatever, yeah. like a few years back, yeah, the caribou or whatever, and then, and then he killed the wolverine. He ate yeah, that. he ate the wolverine. Yeah, how savage, dude! You have to have a different gear. Is this yeah, why you, you asked me if I'd ever killed anything be- before? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I sort of worded it wrong because that wasn't the that wasn't the intention of like, you know, like hunting or something. But have you actually have you ever hit like an animal with your car? Or oh yeah, I've, I slaughtered a fucking deer. Uh, totaled my car. Yeah, I so do not feel bad about that deer. Right. And most deer, although I see them on the side of the road, and I'm always like, you know, you didn't ask to be here. Like, right. This right. is an overpopulation thing. You're. This is not yeah. really your fault. No. I'm very protective of the bunnies in my neighborhood. Like, if they come in the backyard and Kate chases them, I always wrangle them back into the woods. Like, I I never let them go to the, towards the street. Sure, I don't know why. I just like feel like a for some reason the bunnies I I give a pass. They're cute. Uh, I killed. I'll tell you the story of how I killed something. Um, my neighbors had this fucking cat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day, uh, when I was a kid, I was, I don't know how old, but I guess I'd probably like eight or nine. Uh, you know, a bird had fallen out of a tree. Sure. And you're like, it's classic, you know, nurse the bird back to health. Yeah. Which I did in a bird cage with the dropper and the whole nine. And, uh, and then one day I was like, I'm going to teach this bird to fly. And I, open up the little cage and I was like, we're going to just do some baby steps. We're going to work on it. All right. And I like got him out. Like he wasn't, I didn't expect him to like take off. You know, I was just going to like get him used to the idea of like loft. <laughs> I put him on my little hands. He's a little cute guy. He's probably been with me like a week. And I tossed him in the air and my cat went, Wah! and fucking <laughs> dragged that fucking thing out of there. Just was watching the whole time. He's like, today's the day. Oh, today's the day. He didn't waste any time. I didn't even see that cat. He just got him and ran, and I just bawled. It, and my, I, I was inconsolable. I, I still feel so much guilt about it. I can see it. I can, I like see, to see. The exact, I can see the cat going, Rah! like, it didn't even wait till it hit the ground. He was like, it was like I threw it to him. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. That, so I killed that bird. Okay. Which is almost torture. It's like, well, that bird probably would have died. Kill- but then I was like, well, it's you're like, just an accessory to murder. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like that movie with like iced tea. He's like homeless. He's like, I'm going to get you healthy and I'm going to hunt you. Yeah. That's kind of how this was. Yeah. Yeah. So that bird and that man, that just really stings. Uh, I also had this fucking hamster that just was a son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> he was evil, fucking evil. He ate, uh, he ate uh, another hamster one day. I had two. I had one hamster on top of the other. I had a ha- my buddy was like, will you take care of my hamster while I'm gone? And I was like, yeah. And I put my ha- the cage on top of my cage. And my hamster cl- climbed the water bottle, chewed through the bottom of the, hit, or the top of his aquarium into the bottom of the other one, 
And I woke up, my dad actually woke me up and he was like, what the fuck? And there was a half-eaten hamster in there and my hamster. And my dad was like, you got to get rid of this hamster. Like, he's, Oh my God. He's evil. Jesus. So I called the pet store and I was like, will you take this hamster? And they're like, whatever. It was like, <laughs> yeah, they were like, we'll kill it for you. We'll no immediately feed this to something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll take it. Whatever, kid. Uh, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, good. Ooh, that's a load off. And so I went to put him in the box and I think eating that other hamster didn't sit well with him and he was pretty sallow. Uh, I was like, I can't bring this fucking hamster to the pet store and be like, here you go. So I threw him in the trash. <laughs> like a psychopath. Shit. All right. That was a twist I did not see coming. I know. And I could, I could, it was, I didn't throw him in like our trash. I like went like a block over to like a dumpster in the alley. And I, dude, that fucking dumpster, like, I couldn't even walk in that, in that alley for years. I would run past it. Like, there was a ghost or something. I was so, I felt so guilty about it. And I don't really know, even know why. I mean, it's just a pretty miserable way to go. Sure. But also, that was a cannibal hamster. Anyway, I think besides, like, you know, killing some mice with it, with mouse traps and yeah, I mean, that's just, well, yeah. I can't really think of other things I've killed intentionally. I, I don't even, like, fuck with bugs, except for uh, ticks. Like, if I see a spider in the house, I let him let him roll. If I see a stink bug, whatever. I, I'm pretty, I've, I've even gotten attached. I had a stink bug live in my uh, office for, like, two weeks once. And every time I'd see him, I'd be like, hey, what's up? It's kind of sure. nice. Though. I miss the, I like the company. <laughs> so I'm not really a big killer, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just smashed two spiders in the house. I mean, I yeah. I don't I mean, like spiders. I don't like them either. But like for the most part, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with them. You come in my house, I'm fucking killing you. You're trespassing. Yeah, I mean that's your right. I'm not yeah. my my mother-in-law. Back to them. Uh, like two days ago, there was a spider on the coffee table, and I, she was like, "Oh, there's a spider right there." I was like, "That's cool." And she <laughs> killed it. And then flicked it on me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh. Like, I was like, what the? What was that? Oh, like, man. Yeah. yeah. But like, that's a kind of weird, like, boomer shit they do where they're just like, ah. I mean, it clearly wasn't, like, aggressive. But, like, if I did that to her, it would be insane. Oh, yeah. So, wow. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, I don't really, I don't really, I'm not a big killer. I wouldn't want, like. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, uh, I, yeah, my, like my brother-in-law, like he's kind of like a, more of a, like a, a manly man. He could, he'll kill things. Yeah. Like he doesn't even feel anything about killing him. He's just learned from a, he, he's like, yeah, one time I got a job and we had to go like terminate like this barn full of cats that had overtaken this whole farm. Jesus. Yeah. They just shot cats for like an I could do that. When he was like 12 or 13, like he grew yeah. up on yeah. a different side of the. Yeah. Tracks. The, well, not tracks so much. Just like he's more like, I, you know, you <laughs> see like guys that like act like they're manly men. Like my brother-in-law is an actual manly man <laughs> and he doesn't act like it. Like he drives like a Miata. Like he's just like, <laughs> he just, he just does. He doesn't need like a Chevy, whatever at two ton pickup. Yeah. 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 You know what right. I mean? Like he's just. Yeah. He's just inherently manly because he grew up in the mountains. Yeah, right. 
he's a country boy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I I, I want to go hunting. I do like fishing though. I'll kill a fish. I'll um yeah, fishing. I feel like fishing is different. I, I don't know, like technically or whatever, but yeah, I think fishing. I, did I ever tell you that? I think I told you the story. I when I I had a deer with my car too, like when I was in the college. No, I don't. Maybe you did. I mean, it's been, we've, been, we've been doing four hundred shows, so and uh, yeah, exactly, and uh, four hundred twenty, man. Yeah. And uh, my dad, it was like at the end of the year or something, the school year, and and uh, my dad came to pick me up, and and uh, and he basically he he got there like in the afternoon. We loaded up the car with all my crap, and then we were heading back that night. And since it was a, it was a long drive a day for him, he was like, "You you're driving home." So I don't know. We're a couple hours into it. It's it's you know, dark, uh, pitch black and driving down the highway. It's, you know, country kind of, you know, Eastern Washington highway yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, for the deer and, uh, deer came out of the bushes and like, I started slowing down, but then it, it saw the headlights and it just started, it, it just ran right towards the car and I hit it and it like went off to the side of the road. And then I started slamming down. My dad was passed out. He was asleep. And as soon as I hit it and I was like, Oh shit. And then he like woke up. He's like, what? I was like, ah, I just hit a deer. I started slowing down. I'm like, I stopped. And I was like, should we go back or something? He's like, fuck no. The hell with the fucking deer or something. He's like, keep going. <laughs> like, all right. I don't, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> Did it mess up your car at all? Yeah. Cause it well, So the thing was, it, it was my dad's like work truck. Okay. At least it was a truck. It was like a little Chevy S10 or something, but it was, it was a company truck. So, but it all fucked up the whole grill and like a light and, and like the quarter, the front quarter panel or whatever. Uh, and then of course, like a couple of days later, he, he went into work and then he like made up this whole story about how he was on a job site. Uh, he lied. Yeah. And say, cause I don't think technically he was probably wasn't, he wasn't really supposed to use it as like a, his own personal yeah, vehicle, like, like I travel across the state and back, you know? Yeah. And so he, he was like, oh, I was driving through this little, you know, like country place and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He may have this whole like beautiful, like sob, sad story. And his boss was like, Oh my God, that's awful. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Wow. Good lie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I when I hit my deer, I didn't see it at all. It was five in the morning. I was driving to work. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I just all of a sudden my hood was up, and I like pulled over. My oh, car was completely totaled. It, it was like a it was like a like a seventy two Nova. Like it was like a beast. If I hit it in a little car, that deer would have landed in my lap. Like it it was big. And the guy behind me pulled over and was like, "Hey man, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And he goes. Do you mind if I have that rack? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, yeah. No, man. I was like, yeah, be my guest. And he's like, oh, sweet, man. Your kill, I guess he's got to ask then, you. Then, yeah, it's my kill, yeah. And then, <laughs> he gave, the then he gave me a lift to work. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, uh, then, like, I was kind of fucked up. I had, like, maybe a bit of a concussion. Uh, my dad was furious, even though I had nothing to do with him. He didn't even buy my car, and it was my job. But you know, that's just yeah, the, just yeah. A, just how dads are. You know, they yeah. maybe he was scared. I don't know. He was mean uh, mm-hmm. about it, and uh, now I'm pretty timid. Uh, you know, I'm pretty cautious when it comes when it comes to deer. I'm, I'm that that definitely freaked me out for a long, long time. Yeah, well, the deer are the worst too, right? Because they, like I said, like they'll. They like run towards the light. I think usually when you have your, if your headlights are on and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the deer out big enough too, where they will do some damage. Aren't that big. The deer out West are gigantic. Like I've, I've, you rarely see a deer out here with like a rack, like a full. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You usually hit like a little crummy deer. You see those ones on like 
on like main roads and they're like all crumpled and just sort of yeah, like turned, city deer. turned into dirt. Yeah. yeah. There's like, oh, that'll just yeah, they're kind of mangy. wash away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hit them. And now the thing is in, in Montana, I noticed uh, they just do these like big deer slayer. Like you get your big Chevy F20, F150 or whatever they're called. F750. And you just put these fucking monster grills on them like you're like yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. Now you just deer slay. Like you, you, you can just drive through deer now. Yeah, well. I mean, that's the way to go. Put guess. one of those on my bike. <laughs> put one of those on the Corvette. <laughs> like a little snow plow. Just, That'd be amazing. Just shoot them right over the hood. Catch them <laughs> at the ankles. <laughs> Fear the deer. Uh, yeah. Wow, this is a this is when we went to a dark place, but I'm glad we, per usual, we are uh, in agreement. Yeah, killing is is not fun. No, no, it's not. I derive no pleasure from murder, <laughs> and there's nothing I want to murder enough to feel sad about. You know? Yeah, might be a few people. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, people for sure. <laughs> but like, I don't want to eat like a mink stole. You know, like there's something I <laughs> want to kill. <laughs> enough to have whatever they have you know yeah yeah listen there's some guy there's some guys up here that i've come across and talked to and seem like nice fellas and whatnot but like they go hunting and they have like asked me like you hunt and stuff i was like no no i have no need and like but they they go hunting for like their that's their meat for the year yeah i mean i'm all for like like I, but I, it's still crazy if somebody still goes kind of, and kills something i will take that meat i'm not sure. against no, no, no. Yeah, I'm but it's out still, here it, like don't hunt. Dude, it, hunt all you want. I'll kill a fucking barn owl. I don't give a shit. But like, I just don't want to do it. Yeah, but it's yeah. It still kind of shocks me a little bit that people still do that just for like, th- that's their livelihood. You know, kind of still. You know, like um, my grandpa's friend was a trapper. Oh, and he would go set traps, and then like l- leave them there for however long. It's probably illegal now. And then he would like remember where he set all his traps, and then he'd go back like a month later or whatever, and go what back into the woods and see what he had caught. <laughs> pretty pretty ghetto. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 I don't think all that's right. a big thing anymore. I think that's enough. That's talk. enough of murder. Can yeah, we talk murder. About how animals. the Heat murdered the dreams of the Boston Celtics fans. Ooh, nice segue. The Butler did it. Oh, Chris. It was a best case scenario. It's exactly it what I was, wanted, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. It was. I mean, it was win-win. First of all, the NBA was never going to allow the big long break. We talked about that. It's never going to happen. There was always going to be a game six, probably a game seven. But I couldn't have written a better ending for the Boston Celtics than to come so close and be like, "We're the O four Red Sox." Oh, we're doing it. We're going to make it. We're going to be the first team to come back and then just shit the bed so amazingly in such great fashion in front of their home crowd, like just never, ever playing good, just completely exposed, (laughs) completely exposed. It was fantastic. I, I relished in the in the anguish. And and now they're like they've gone like the Celtics team has gone from like fire Joe Missoula to like maybe he's got something and isn't this team great and the chemistry and now they're yeah. like get rid of Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they in a week. It's in crazy. A, in a week. This guy the yeah. guy the guy that held that team together every time Jason Tatum dis- decided to disappear throughout the season 
And now suddenly it's like, oh, uh, no, you, uh, <laughs> you, you suck. We can't yep. afford you. Goodbye. Yeah. And weirdly, like, I can't find anybody that'll talk shit on Big Al. Like, the guy was atrocious. He's absolutely garbage. I mean, everybody was. I didn't hear anybody talking bad about him. He gets, like, such a pass. Yeah, but I mean, he's not, he's, not a, he's not a high-profile player, though. He's so, like, most shooter. guys usually do. Most role-player type guys usually do get a pass. I don't know, man. He was, like, I don't think he like, ever it's was. It's not on him to win this game. A negative, more than a negative eight. I know. But it's just, like, he got so much playing time. Like, how is Big Al a better answer than Robert Williams? It just blows me away. Because he's more versatile. I guess because he can hit a three pointer one out of every twenty seven. Yeah, he's, he's got better court vision, passing. Uh, he gets even, a ton even rebounding and block shots. It's you know I don't think Robert Williams is that much better than Al Horford in those in those areas. You could be right. He just seems like he should be better. He's just a little. He's a little younger. He's a little more athletic. Remember when agile. Time Lord? Remember when he? Everyone was like, "Dude, he's the ne-, like we could never get rid of him." They're 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 gonna move on him so fast. They're like the Celtics are like over on over him over smart the defensive player of the year. Like the only player that seems untouchable is Tatum. Yep. And Tatum's the worst of them all. Don't get me wrong. Tatum is chock full of talent and he definitely hurt his leg. But like, I just, he's just so, he just wants like, I don't know, man. He just doesn't have that extra gear. There's something missing in his, it's vapid I mean the whole stare. team. Well, I think it's on the whole team because there, there has been in the, in the years past now leading up to this, he's been, Tatum has been really good in like fourth quarter games yeah, usually, yeah, and, yeah. and even the, like game sevens and stuff. I yeah, think. I, expe- um, I expected it. Whether they lose, the but night. I just like this series or this this year playoffs. He's he's been a different player, sort of at the end of games and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he's been hot or cold, but so has the whole team. Do you uh, like, I, do you like Jason Tatum? I do like Jason Tatum. I I I would love him if. Whatever team I if I was like the fan of, oh, I, I would love him for him to be like the on my team. No, I, I would totally, I would totally root for him. I love his game. Really? I love how that he he was pulling down ten rebounds and and it's you know like four or five ben, assists. It's like ben like Simmons he's, without the defense. Yeah, but but that's the thing. It's like I so I think it's on the coaching then that, that these guys aren't responding and playing to their their full uh, abilities because we've seen it from game to game where like they didn't play defense last night. But in games, you know, three, uh, four and five or, or six, they were, it's so you know, weird. like, it's, it's so, like, they just were so, they were, they were so, they were so flat last gassed. night. So yeah. Empty. And I think like, like, they, just, they were so passive, but they just didn't have any energy to like, they had, they had no desire to play defense last well, night. Well, Miami should have been like, Miami couldn't hit any shots early. So they could, they could have been up by 20 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. And I think they, Boston probably knew that they're like, this is like. This is us with all the luck, and we're still uh, we're down eleven. Yeah, but those but, fans in Boston were like trying to get them going, like down like mm-hmm. nine, like just mm-hmm. cheering like they were about to take the lead. Like their fans were trying everything. Yeah, and it was just not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen if Boston hit. Uh, I, I looked at the stats. Uh, if they hit, uh, what was it, six more or five more three pointers in that game, they would have been within. Four four points at like at the end of the game, like total wise, like they, they just the, the, like everything else. Like I looked at the whole team stats from the, from the game and everything across the board was pretty fucking even. Yeah. Like in as bad as, so as bad as Boston played, um, they, they shot 21%. They had nine made th- uh, nine, three pointers made, but uh, Miami had 14. So like if they just equaled 
Miami's total amount of made three pointers, this game would have been like this game probably would have gone to Boston. Actually, the problem was, I mean, I think that shooting definitely was an issue. But like fouls and turnovers and all that stuff, rebounds, everything was like it was was pretty even neck and neck. Like Miami wasn't a great, didn't play great last night either. I don't think no, they just they played, they, but they shot they, really well. They played poorly. It was Caleb. They made, they made their. They, I mean, they shot fifty percent from from three point range. Like that's insane. I yeah exactly. But and you you're gonna win most games. I will say this. I think Brogdon going down hurt the Celtics. Yeah. Way more than anyone's going to give it credit for. Because he, like, he destroyed the Sixers. He was good for like 16, and he always had like three three-pointers that would like hurt you like anytime you were trying to pull away. The Jalen Brown can't dribble thing is crazy. He had like eight turnovers last night. He, yeah. he like now he just can't dribble? Or is that he couldn't, can't go left or use his left oh, hand? Uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know that was that bad. Like they were hunting it. Like they were just waiting for him to put the ball on the floor. Every once in a while, you notice it. Like I think they made a bigger deal because of this was Game Seven, and he it was it was right. I mean, it was I like was one turnover that he had going left. I was I was noticing it all series. I think he had three turn unforced errors, like just off bad dribbles. Yeah, and like Dribbled he he has a habit of doing away. that sometimes, and that's that's one of those things where you're like, all right, well, like I don't, you know, is he gonna be able to prove that much over the next couple of years to sort of like, give him a max contract because he's not. He's not quite that level yet. Like I wouldn't give him a max contract. So he's got another year with the on the this current contract, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's he might be a restricted free agent this year. Uh, maybe not though. Actually, I think he's, he's eligible for a max contract. I but think he, they can give him a max, but then they can't have anything else. Right. Right. Uh, would you want him on your team? I don't know. Like I was just thinking like I was thinking about this last night when I was watching this and it was like, you know, like the Knicks or or the Sixers. I used to think I wanted him, but I don't think I want him anymore. I think like he I, needs the ball I, too much. I like him. I like his game. Me too. I just I I'm not sure I'm paying him like a max it. salary for that though. No. There's a I, there's a there's a ceiling there, I think. But that's with a lot of players, right? Like, but everyone's like, you always have to give these guys max contracts or you're gonna lose them. I just see him go I like I'm like, why don't the Hornets trade like one of their top picks. Yeah. Take Jalen and then have yeah. like a Jalen LaMelo backcourt. Like that, incredible, like, I think. replace. Re, re, and they could afford Rozier. to give him a max then, I think. Yeah. Get rid of Rozier. Get rid of that contract. Yep. So, and then send like the, your, don't they have two picks in the first round? They might. And then there's your answer. Then they get Jalen Brown and Jalen right. and, and like, that to me would like, I was trying that's, to think of places for him, and that's the that's the I kind think. of move I would make if I was if I was Boston right now and, and looking to get rid of him because yeah. I don't want those two. Both those guys are, are going to be between thirty and sixty million a year. Then when those contracts, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, I, like that's, too much. you're not going to have any. All of a sudden, your the big three now becomes a big two with these with these contracts. Like you're going to have no depth. Right, and you don't even have a third superstar then, because you you can only afford two superstars. Yeah, most. I mean, everyone's going to be trying to do the the Boston thing, where it's like, oh, we'll just we'll, we'll overpay two players, and then hopefully we'll just get a bunch of really good shooters. Yeah, and skip on defense and just shoot fifty percent from three. Yeah, and I, I mean, unfortunately, that was Boston's problem is that Washington they I think they focus too much on offense and not enough on defense. The problem is they suck and they have a racist fan base, and I'm grateful <laughs> that they're gone. <laughs> That's the problem with Boston. Well, that's, simple the bo- that's the problem with Boston. The nice thing was that they they had their fans stuck around. They could have watched uh, Bob Cousy and Larry Bird awards go to the Heat on their own parquet court. <laughs> uh, oh, I also like the fact that Boston became the first city to lose 
a home game seven to an eight seed in both hockey and basketball in the same season. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice that Boston just came crashing back to earth, like 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 in a su- such fantastic fashion. Not just like oh they just aren't good anymore, like the Patriots. Like these teams were like were the best of the best, and then just ate their balls. It's yeah. so fantastic. It's a, a sweep. A sweep would have been like ah oh, they were tired, whatever. Sweep. Let's reset. Blah blah blah. But this was like so much hope, and like you saw, like I never listened to any of the Bill Simmons podcast, but I would see the like po- like. The you know the 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 white game and oh are the could Boston all this hope yeah hope for Ryan Rosillo hope for <laughs> like every all these Boston fans and then hope dashed and now they could just point the finger at Joe Mazzula and Jason Tatum's ankle and like it's, try to find some sort of it's funny because I I kept finding myself in Game Seven because I I wanted this right like I we talked about this last yeah, week like yeah. I wanted this to go to Game Seven yeah. I, I was kind of rooting for Boston in a way, but then as I watched, started watching this game, I was like, why am I really rooting for Boston? Like, I, like, I'm, I think, I'm also I think, rooting for Miami. I, I got to remind myself. I, I'm, I, like, wanna, I don't really care, actually. And I kept going back and forth as the game went on. I would have been fine with Boston because I, th- like, I, I think it would be a better finals. You know, I probably. think they probably play a little bit better. Yeah. Although now, triple. I'm not, I'm not. I think this. I think it'll be a good-ish series. I don't think it'll be as bad, like one-sided. I think it's like minus three twenty for the Nuggets or something. Uh, I don't think it'll be that bad, but I, I think it would have been better with the Celtics. I'm not sure Bam's that good. He's I, good defensively. Yeah, he just doesn't like. He doesn't shoot. He but he's like got he's got hand problems too. Like he he gives the ball away a lot. Or yeah, or, he's, do you see when he like smart tried to take smart. that smart tried to take the charge and fell down and gave him like eighteen feet of space and he didn't like he didn't even look at the basket. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I am wondering if Denver might have a little trouble defensively with Miami. Well, they have trouble defensively with anybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, because like, like I don't know who's really going to guard Jimmy Butler. Um, like they don't Jokic could probably could take care of Adebayo like I don't, I'm not really worried about that and Jokic isn't that great of a defender but he's well, big enough that he's probably gotta be Bam because like who's the who's the uh, like Cody Zeller like there is no one else right like that's right. the, that's the they'll problem just have to the ro- they'll just have to rotate their big men on Jokic to kind of just but they're terrible at rotating the Heat are terrible rota- the Heat would rotate onto Horford and he would kick it out and like have White open every time the fact that the Celtics didn't make shots was just because they had a bad night. They yeah, weren't, totally. They weren't contested oh, absolutely. threes by any means. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just see like if if that I just feel like Denver has better shooting than the like outside shooting. Maybe I'm wrong. I've only watched three and a half games of theirs, but they're not, well, they're not. Yeah, it's weird because I mean you have like Porter and and Gordon who who aren't like sort of necessarily like Ooh, sh- Gordon on buckets. Isn't that the way to go? Jump shooters though. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I think you just sort of rotate guys on. And, and I'm not really sure what Aaron Gordon's good at other than jumping and looking insane. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But he, but he, but he fits, I guess. I don't know. Like, that guy. And you have, like, Jeff Green and stuff, too. I, I, I guess they just have enough uh, different bodies and people to sort of keep rotating through and, like, just making, giving Jimmy Butler, like, different looks and, and, and sort of defensively. I'm glad you brought up Jeff Green, Chris. Because yes. I... I, I <laughs> Always been a Jeff Green guy because I like yeah. I like Georgetown and like he was on the last good Georgetown team. Yeah, I think he was a top three pick. Maybe was he Sonic yeah, five? Yeah, three uh, maybe. Yeah, Sonic. He's yeah. a Sonic. He's a Sonics. Uh, 
<laughs> he, uh, I looked him up because I was like, I was like making, I was trying to like jokingly make the case for Jeff Green for a Hall of Fame uh, if he wins this championship. <laughs> but I, he's never been on a team for longer than two years. He's had a, he's had a really long career, maybe three, but like he can, he's, he goes from like, he's like a year and a half max on any given team, which is just a crazy way to live like 20 years of your life. Like to just always just be like, yeah, here I am. Like, it's like being like, like the catcher in major league. Like he's just always on a new, here I am guys. Okay. You know, like, oh, nice to see a couple guys recognize him, you know, like, what do you what do you get? What do you long, do? Play five minutes, probably. You know, his yeah, his longest was actually well, it was Seattle OKC. Yeah, like three years maybe. Like his yeah. rookie. And then contract, Boston right? was like well, two and a half. He got yeah. traded. Like, yeah, dude, and he's like never even sniffed. A, he's never been to the finals. I don't think. Maybe once with Cleveland or something. Maybe. I'm yeah. To remember uh, my Wikipedia brain. Maybe. But he's been on like twelve teams. It's crazy. <laughs> He just, he's, I, I didn't realize like what a journeyman is. He's like, yeah. he is a classic journeyman. So I really want him to get a ring. That would be like a, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Like that's a, that's proof. Like stay in your lane, do your thing. And if you're, <laughs> and if you, know, you don't, he's not chasing, he's not chasing titles. He's not, he's not, he doesn't have the ability to chase a title. He's chasing a, like a job. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, where can I get a job? They're like, well, I hear Panera's hiring, and he's like, all right, and he goes to Panera, and then he's like, well, <laughs> I'm, Crack, I can never get bro. over the middle management hump here. <laughs> I mean, he also had like a little bit of a resurgence three years ago when he was playing for Brooklyn, and he played really well, and that basically got him the contract with Denver. But what is that contract like? What two million? I mean, maybe, but it like I it kind of I think it kind of yeah instead of playing for the the vet minimum or something, I think he. He kind of people were like, "Oh, he can still play." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he and he 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 had some big shots in the last round for Denver. Four point five million with Denver each the last two years. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just like it's just yeah. enough. He's not yeah. flashy. No, probably drives like an Altima. How much money? Do you, how much total salary do you think he's made in his career? Career, not including this season. Well, he never. He didn't get the. He didn't get the. He got. Didn't get the rookie deal, so I'm gonna not including the season. I'm gonna say career earnings. How many years has it been? Thirteen, more. Uh, 2005, roughly. I think, was the year he was in Georgetown, right? So, because he's like the same, he'd be the same age as Mike Conley. He's probably made eighteen times what he has. Uh, I'm gonna guess he's had nineteen seasons. Nineteen seasons. That's a lot. I'll give him. I'll give him seventy-eight million dollars. Ooh, that's close. Really? Yeah, what a little it? over eighty million. Wow! Look at me. Yeah, I, uh, the hint was nineteen. I thought it was less. I was gonna. I was hedging towards fifty-eight, and then when you said okay. nineteen, I said I. Judged. I thought you were gonna go over them too because it was more years. But his only he only had one double-digit contract. Yeah, that's or, what I mean. Season making double digits because he's an easy wave. Like that's the thing is like he's just he's like ah. Yeah. You can't get you over can middle management. Trades, you can do whatever. He's never been more than like a. He never even made a VP. Like he's yeah. he's only been a like a managing, whatever. <laughs> yeah, director. assistant to the yeah. regional manager. Yeah, he's a regional manager. He's middle management. <laughs> That's that should be his nickname. His name is even. His name sounds like middle management. Yeah. Jeff. Totally. Hey Jeff, what's up? Yeah. Have you seen Jeff Green lately? Which one's that? I don't know. <laughs> What's he do? It makes I do like him though. I mean, he still can. He still I can like get him up. too. 
I like I, yeah, too. I do. I've always he, liked him. He's too. a it's, natural it's, athlete. He kept he stayed in shape. He I loved him at Georgetown. Like I've yeah. always had big ideas for him. And he played somehow. He ended up with Durant in on Seattle, and it was like I was like, oh, this team could do so. like there was like some real. This is going to be the team of the future. And then and then I guess they I, I guess they traded him to Boston. No, Boston drafted him. I think technically, and then traded him to Seattle. And oh, drafted okay. Him. Okay. He was the fifth overall pick. I'm actually double checking here. Yeah, he was traded. Uh, yeah, he was. It was a draft date trade. Uh, traded by the Celtics with Wally Zerbiak and Delonte West. Wow. wow. To the Sonics for Ray Allen and Glenn Davis. Big baby. Yeah. Big baby. I guy. forgot this was the Ray Allen big, trade. Big baby and crack baby. <laughs> Same trade. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, Delonte. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, I, you know what? I got to I got to revise my thing about uh, guarding. Uh, 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 what's his name now in the Heat? Hmm? Jimmy Butler, because they also have Contavious Caldwell Pope and Bruce Brown, who I think can do a region region a reasonably good job, like kind of defending uh, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Well, like they've got enough different kind of guys who can they, they can throw at him to sort of probably slow him down a lot. Where like where Boston couldn't. Yeah, and otherwise they're just going to be hunting like they'll be hunting Jamal Murray, right? Like Miami's going just going to be hunting him to like try to get one on ones with him. Yeah, I mean it's because he's not good at defense. Yeah, yeah, he's not great. No, uh, and then Miami. Like who else? I mean, otherwise, it, like this is the thing I don't understand about basketball and, and the NBA in the last like five to eight years, maybe or six years, maybe, is that they the the switching and the and the doubling, and they always leave the th- the three point shooter open. Like yeah. fucking Duncan Robinson is just, was getting easy. Him and uh, what was the other guy last night was just getting wide open looks. And it's like why are you leaving that guy? That's the guy that's gonna kill you with the open wide open threes. Yeah, you can't leave Duncan Robinson open. You can't I, leave. I don't Gabe understand Vincent. how you that's leave. The that's the guy you decide to sort of either switch, you know, like double on or, or, or switch with, you know, kind of thing. And it screws up, you know, like I just, I that's the thing I don't get about NBA defenses. Like you can't scheme yourself that way where you can kind of help cover that or tell the guy not to, not to help. Well, I mean, this is so. The, this goes back to every Celtics argument, which is not invalid, or I guess that just means it's valid. Uh, <laughs> is that? You know, Ime was a a defensive minded coach, and yeah. they but they played much harder and more intense defense yeah. with better switches. Yeah. And like Missoula just didn't have any defensive schemes. It was like do what you did last year. And Marcus <laughs> Smart took that to mean flop. He's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. go from defense to flopping, and it's just like it it as much as it it'll get you situationally, it might get you the ball and like get you some momentum. Play to play to play. Hunting for flops is just not how you play defense. It's just not as effective. Like you could do the refs the, adapt to that too. Like you're not going to get ah barely. They're fucking idiots. They'll they fall for fucking anything. And to Some be honest, but when they're obvious, they're to, like okay. To no, be honest, I'm not, like, I'm not so I rewatched the game, the end of game six, because everyone was like, oh, it's a fucking refing disaster. And I have to say, like handcuffed with the way that the fucking rules work, the the whole review process, like handcuffed with having to review everything. Mm-hmm. especially late in games and try to like decipher rules that maybe aren't intended for replay or like, you know, like there's so many different like 
adaptations to the rule book that have changed since review came along, which is a lot to keep in your brain on top of like calling a game. The the players are all hunting for flops and fouls. Yeah. yeah. So there is responsible. Like you can't be like, I want to leave it up to the refs and then be mad when the refs' calls don't go your way. Like right. I like they're leaving it up to the refs. Every play, every play is a flop or a lean in or a fucking trip or whatever. Like they're all trying to gain this game the system. And so if you're gonna put it in the hands of the refs, if you want calls, if that's how you're gonna get your points or your possessions then you just you can't be mad when it doesn't work out your way. And so like I this is the first and only time I'll defend the refs, but like that was ugly and I feel bad for the refs having to officiate the end of that fucking game because it was a shit show. It was a trash heap. It wasn't good basketball and nobody won. Yeah, listen, I I I think I've come around on the refs a lot over the last couple of years and, pre- and learned to appreciate them more because of the exact same situation you were just alluding to. Like it's you know how hard it's got to be to like see those calls and make those calls in a flash of a second, like you're, you're watching the guy shoot the ball and seeing if there's a foul on his arm or his body while simultaneously have to look down to see if his, his feet were on the three point line and, or if he's kicking his legs out and, or the defender is now in his landing space. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a lot of shit in one in, in within three seconds, basically if at that, even maybe to, to take that all in, to see all that and notice all that and then make the, make a call. If there is one, like that's a it's a fucking hard job, man. I agree. It's, and I think more times than not, they get it right, but we never focus on all the times, like the eighty percent of the, the calls that they get right. Yeah. And I think that's unfortunately a shame. At this point, I'm starting to feel like, you know, we got to sort of uh, at least acknowledge the fact that they get. I think almost every game they get the calls right, but it always seems to be like it's it's less than six calls in a game where they are. Or it seems so egregious that we can't help but focus on those. Yeah, I also, like, I think that if we didn't have replay at home and we didn't have commentation, we we wouldn't see exactly, like, it would kind of just be the game that we knew growing up. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I'm like, just let them do it. Let them flop, don't call it. Let them get hacked, don't call it. And suddenly they'll stop flopping. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, they won't. Because what will happen is, is they'll, like, they'll keep, you know, go like they'll keep going like they'll right. like like they right. they have to call it because we're sitting at home being like that's a foul i can see it's a foul yeah you know so there's no way for them to like let them play because we all sit at home and bitch about it and then they have to get burner accounts to defend <laughs> themselves so like the, the 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 solve is easy don't make the calls but then we have to be as fans and coaches and whatever be okay with that being the case but instead they'll instill more rules that say you can't flop so then there's more like which will just clog up the machine even more when to me it's a very simple solution but it's technology has made it an impossible solution yeah and i I, that's something i've been thinking about this series too is that just start doing more non-calls you can't though you just, I just don't well, think he can. Well, like not, there, there was a few that's like, they're ticky-tack fouls. It's like, oh, we got him with his body. Like, who fucking cares well, with that, his did, body? Did you see the one where, like, Jimmy, this is game six. Jimmy Butler goes up, just straight up. And, you know, uh, White goes up to block the shot, but catches, like, his, uh, Jimmy Butler's elbow under his yeah. chin. And he did catch his, but that's a foul on your face. Right. But because we're so like afraid that everything's flagrant, they're like reviewing it and the calls on Jimmy Butler and it's just not like this is uh, not how it's played, you know, like yeah. 
it wasn't he he didn't try to get him under the chops. There's just uh, I you didn't see that. But because we're like so afraid of faces and like yeah. what it means and how the reaction and oh my god, I'm like sometimes you just mistime your jump into someone's elbow. Yeah. Like it yeah. happened to the best of us. Yeah, it's okay it to happened, not call that. And it's okay to not call that. Yeah. Okay. There was one on Bam last night, I think, too, that was like, he got an elbow to the face, and they're all like, oh, was that flagrant? And they yeah. spent five fucking yeah. minutes reviewing yeah. the thing. Was it flagrant? Like, because it hit his face. It's just stupid. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's this obsession with NBA players hitting each other's balls all the time, which is so <laughs> weird to me. Like, it's such a masculine, like, bro sport, but, like, the pass is, like, grabbing dicks all the time. I'm like, yo, <laughs> think how weird you'd feel, like smacking lebron in the dick you'd be it would be, feel so weird yeah it'd be such a weird i would never i ever you would never intentionally try to hit anyone in the penis have you ever grazed someone's penis like playing soccer or whatever and you're oh. like and you're like if you feel so weird you're like yeah. oh, i just touched that guy's dick yeah like, and you like you think about it for like a good three four minutes afterwards like should i say something <laughs> like we both clearly know i yeah i gotta i mean i felt like veins yeah like it's weird like i had his whole penis in my hand yeah you've done it right yeah yeah, yeah. you're like people, i i don't uh i gotta take a time out yeah meanwhile people are out there trying to you know yeah accomplish that as a goal it's weird yeah. i just it's, don't get it it's weird this is not this is not homophobia in any sense of the word it is just an invasion of people's privacy and it's just contradictory to what how these players present themselves yeah totally it's yeah, just, it's I, a weird yeah, phenomenon. I, I, yeah. Anyway, I it's um, I, I I would just I yeah whatever I don't know man I <laughs> just stop making stop making calls to make calls and you're right stop reviewing everything and putting everything on the TV so we all can like think we know now we know what, what the right call should be. I used to be like, why won't they show right. that? Why won't they show that? Because clearly they're not showing because it's a bad call. And now I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, move on. Well, there was one that like Stan Van Gundy was like last night was like he's like, well, that was an obvious foul. I'm like, you know what? Can you actually if you're going to say that, can you actually explain it to us then? Because like I looked at it and it looked like the guy was like straight up and there was no fault. There was no fouls like a little body contact or something. Maybe I don't even remember what the play was. I can't but, even hear those people talk anymore. Like I like yeah, I, he, but I was like, just can you can you at least if you're going to say that, can you at least explain to us and to the audience why that's a why that's an obvious foul? No, because he's an idiot. Right, because they're just, just saying little, it just to say it because yeah. it's, you know, to like, fill, to, so he can get his 27 words in edgewise because there's too many people because having three commentators for a basketball game is nonsensical. Insane. <laughs> and like, like Dylan, our friend, was like bitching about Reggie Miller. And I was like, I don't even like Reggie to me is the best of the three. I like Reggie. Like, like, sure, Reggie, like he, he goes out on a limb and says things that oh, he's full of times, hyperbole and stuff. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But it's better than Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan, is he the guy? I probably who sounds like Rod Roddy. I'm like, is how is that even your voice? Like, who no one even talks. Like, what do you talk like? What is even that voice? <laughs> like, no one can sing song that much. Like, it's what? What's your voice? What? Do, what are you even emulating? Like, it's so dumb and it's so weird to sit there and be like, well, this is how this guy talks, and then the other two guys just talk like, bah, 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 bah. and he's like. Oh, <laughs> it's bonkers. Where, I got a question for you. Where's the Van Gundys from? Because they're they're upstate, New York. Yeah, they gotta be. They're so upstate guys. They feel like upstate guys. I feel like that. It's sort of like the uh, nah, the, they're, they're the like Delco. Like, uh, oh, that could be. That could be. Like he, because he starts drawing. He starts drawing out some of his like the like the vowels or the or some of the words and stuff. 
he's got that kind of, I can't even do it now, but he's kind of got that weird, like, uh, Pennsylvania, Jersey, whatever that thing, that Delco, whatever that fucking thing uh, accent is. Well, Jeff was born in Hemet, California, but went to high school in Brockport, New York. Wow. Which isn't upstate. It's just, uh, Western Gundy was born in Indio, California. Western, what they're they? I think their dad maybe was a coach, so they had to move to like, high school in California. Yeah, and, oh, and then he went to Brockport as well. Did they both go to Brockport? Yeah, they're Western New York. So I was pretty close. What with Western New York? Oh, he started his he started his coaching career in Vermont. Well, great University of Vermont. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I, maybe it's just a mix of everywhere he's been. I mean, he's been to Wisconsin, Fordham, UMass, Vermont, Miami. I'm looking at Jeff. Jeff. Like I, I feel like his, his literally his accent now is just a, is just a hodgepodge of every place he's ever lived. Maybe, yeah, it could be because that's why it's it's not the same accent as as uh, Stan or Jeff Van Gogh. I don't feel like Jeff has one really. No, Jeff's got a very uh, Jeff. Jeff coached in like Providence, Rutgers, New York. It's all East Coast. Yeah, he's a East Coast guy. Mm. He went to three different colleges. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff. That's that, how could that be? That's crazy. From so, eighty one to eighty five, he was at Menlo, then Brockport, then Nazareth. Never heard of any of those. Yeah, who would? I mean, this is a guy that was like, I gotta. Pep. My dad's gonna be mad if I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> totally weird. I know I could play. I I just need to give someone a chance. Yeah, maybe maybe they got a spot for me in Brockport. My dad knows the coach over at Nazareth. You don't want to head over there. All right, Chris. Uh, yeah, we got two minutes. Let's do it. All right. What do you got? All right one thing, one, one little sort of note with the Miami Heat. I was thinking like it's, this whole stupid Tyler Hero thing is like might be eligible by game three. Like is, is there not more of a, of a answer now to like how you could you, literally Miami should be trading here at the end of the year, right? Because they don't need him to get to the finals. Yeah, this, the worst case thing. Worst and that case contract or whatever they gave him. Like they, they, they didn't want him last year. Right, basically. Yeah, he kind of played himself back into position because, like, he was like such a liability on defense. Celtics will take a flyer on him. There you go. Trading so, for uh, Jalen Brown. Celtics <laughs> gave up Struess. <laughs> they waved him. They'd love to have him. All right, final thing: Sixers hiring Nick Nurse. You you acted ah. like you're super happy about it. I'm so happy. Are you kidding okay. me? All right. Are you kidding me? It's all I'm I've in- ever wanted, Chris. All I've ever wanted is Nick Nerds. I can't (laughs) tell you how happy I am. That's the only coach I wanted. It's the only one I wanted. And if not him, Sam Cassell. Those are the only two. I was so afraid we were getting fucking D'Antoni. I was so afraid we were getting D'Antoni. I am ecstatic for the Nick Nurse failed experiment. It's bad for him. He should not come to Philadelphia. They will not respond to him. But I like this idea. I'm excited for it. I have a dream where we let Harden go and he, and he gets Fred Van Vliet to come on over mm-hmm. and replace him. Like, I see a team. I could see him, like, working well with Maxi. Yeah. Letting, I think Maxi could really shine with him. I think so, too. Especially and with honestly, a lot of like, the, sort of Tobias, the younger players. if he sticks around, like, the, and, and Shake Milton, like, there are players. There are players that could do great things in the, uh, in the Nick Nurse world. Yeah. So I'm I'm incredibly optimistic. It's the best. I, I'm I'm ecstatic for it. Like I, I I am now happy. I'm excited for next season. I I agree with you. 
and I, I think he was totally the, the best coach possible that you could get this offseason. Yeah, nobody or, wants know, that Monty Williams baggage. But my my sort of my devil's advocate mind kind of went like I, he might be actually very overrated as a coach because he doesn't have that many seasons, and he just because he won one championship. I disagree. He's got his own line of hats, Chris. <laughs> but here's my thing: I went back now in like the last twenty so years. Like, there's a lot of. I, I feel like this is what they, what media do, and, and fans and stuff is. We start overrating these coaches just because they won a championship, right? And he's sort of like Budenholzer, Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel. You know, I mean, like Doc Rivers. He, yeah, Vogel was in the conversation. I could, I couldn't agree more. Doc Rivers is like one of the fakest t- championships ever. But these are all guys who've like won one championship, like Rick Carlisle. You know, like they've all won one championship what, in the last twenty years. What scares me about well, Carlisle has a long, long coaching history and has like done good things in lots of places. Sure. I, I don't really put him in there. The Nick Nurse thing is like, why did he, why did things go so sour so quickly? I thought he would never go anywhere. I thought like he was going to be like Nick Nurse happily in Canada forever. Yeah. And they'll just always make the playoffs. And I thought like them not making the playoffs was part of them trying to get different players, like better draft picks. But suddenly like they're like, ah, we yeah, don't, we, they don't like him. Like they yeah, I haven't read about it either. Like why? Like why did it go so bad? Yeah. The, so that 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 gives me pause. Yeah. It's a reason for pause. But I also think that like they wanted to fi- fire Spo. You know, like sometimes you just have to write it out with a coach, unless they're named Jason Kidd or Steve Nash. Like they're like. <laughs> anyway, we should who probably we should probably might, go. What's uh, your, who what's... might be uh, the front runner for the Toronto job? Actually, who? Uh, Steve Nash. Oh, great! Enjoy yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, enjoy them. Canada meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, so on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. All right. Thanks for doing a. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for talking to me, Chris. Uh, yeah. Oh. And uh, I don't know. What is, you got any parting words? Yeah. Okay. Bye. bye.